Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a great tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. It's that time of year again. The nights are getting cooler and fall is here. Cool weather means posting up in your favorite cozy spot with a cup of your favorite coffee, tea, or whiskey. Cool weather also means bonfires, hoodies, and putting your favorite beer or soda in a koozie. Well, we have you covered in all of those areas. Head over to buyjack.com CEP and get a hold of a mug, koozie, or hoodie and support Raised on the Radio and look great doing it. In this Halloween episode, we talk about Halloween when we were kids versus now, band members bailing out of tours due to COVID, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Calabasas Fight Companion, and so much more. If you'd like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on the social medias. You can reach us on the Raised on the Radios, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, do not hesitate to reach out. And now let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual, and I'm digging the background. It is Halloween. Sorry. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. What's, you, uh, what costume are you wearing right now? Is it the everyday podcaster costume? Absol- or what, absolutely. What are we for? Uh-huh, yeah. You're well, see I, didn't, it off. see, I didn't get the memo that we were supposed to be dressing up and that we were supposed to be doing backgrounds. I think you did this on purpose to make me look kind uncool. Of. Kind of, kind of. Kind you know what's really, you know what's really because neat? Because you fucking annoy me, dude. I get a text message from you at seven a.m. that says, "Dude, Pete Davidson, what the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, I don't know anything about what. And I'm thinking, like, did he get in an accident? Did he harm himself? And your response is, he's he was caught holding hands with Kim Kardashian on a roller coaster. Hey, dude, don't care. <laughs> I know. Don't care. I know. I dare if you I, interrupt my morning. If I would have seen that, nonsense. if I would have seen it at four a.m., I would have seen it at four a.m. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> you know what's really cool though is the things you send me sometimes. It, it, you know what's really cool is I can see everything on your computer the entire podcast today. That's neat. Through the glasses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So can everyone else? <laughs> have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you can't really see anything. It's fine. Yeah, I, I don't have anything open. I know you're good. The, por- anyway. the porn tabs are down. And- uh, I cleared my history. Everything's fine. Okay, um, we're good to go then. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, you annoy me. What the fuck? So, happy Halloween. What are you going to do? Are you going to do anything? Uh, I don't know yet. Like, 
the little guy's only three months old, so... You can still put him in a costume. Yeah, I mean, we didn't buy him a costume. We bought him... My wife bought him one of those, like, my first Halloween outfits or whatever, and we may go see, like, my, my grandma and stuff, but, you know, it, it's just not... You know, next year maybe a little bit more of a celebration Perfect. or, you know, but not this year. It's just one of those things. Were you Perfect. Were you always, like, a Halloween... Like always got into Halloween. Love Halloween. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Always been, always been one of my favorite dude. And I'm glad you asked that. So yesterday, <clears throat> yesterday I was actually trying to get my son a second costume because I don't like his first costume. Okay. So you got to tell I me. I couldn't find what I had. You got to tell me what, what, what was the first costume? Well, he's a ghostbuster, which is fine. Okay. It's cute. Uh, whatever. But okay. boring. So, um, he's ultimately going to be that because I couldn't find what I wanted to do. So, you know, so he's with me in the car and I'm like, let's stop and get some lunch. So I drive through the downtown area of my, my, my town. And I'm seeing kids in costumes walking up the street with little candy holders with their parents. It's daylight, dude. It's 2 PM on a Saturday, oh, the Saturday before the day before Halloween. And they're going up to all the businesses and they're trick or treating. And I just go, who is responsible for ruining Halloween? I want to find them and I want to beat them. I can tell. That, I can t- I dude, can that t- is so lame. It's lame on so many levels that I'm seeing kids the day before Halloween in costume, daylight, trick-or-treating. Well, it's so lame. I can tell you who killed Halloween. Tell it's me. the trunk-or-treats. Well, I don't even know what that is. People that say that all the time. I don't even know what that means. It's so basically you, you it's just like cars in a circle, and everybody walks to a car. Uh, I mean, I think they may do things like that, but a lot of stuff is like at churches and stuff like that, where it's basically just a bunch of kids go in and get a bunch of stuff. I mean, that, that's okay. So versus like going house this. to house and stuff like that. Mm. If you're a parent and you make your kid participate in that, beat it. You suck. You ruined Halloween. You really, dude. My dude on Halloween, we would leave the house. The slightest bit of darkness. We're out of the house. And my parents didn't see me for five, six hours. You know, the, they this just, they no idea where I am. This goes no back idea where to where they the, are. <laughs> this goes back to the thing that I've said before is we live in a different time though now, right? Wrong. You Wrong. don't you don't Why? think so? What, what, you don't think so? The candy's still the same. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it better be i yeah. haven't eaten candy in so long i wouldn't know do reese's pieces still taste great so if you're if your kid was say 10 years old right now you would have no problem just letting him walk out the door with a couple of friends right. and come back in six hours yes wow see ya wow dude it's called life live it what are we doing to our children this I know. is ridiculous i get it i get it Anyway, yeah, I've always been a Halloween guy. Um, I don't have a costume this year, so this is just uh, you know, spur the, you know, spontaneous. Well, I was wondering what this was. I didn't know if you were actually dressing up as somebody or if this was just a throw together. Throw together. Okay. You know, I like I'm a it. douchebag. I have plenty of pairs of sunglasses and plenty of bandanas. So. Yeah, you ought to just do that. I don't know why, but your, <laughs> your get up reminds me of, uh, is it Corey Hart? Sunglasses at night song. I'll take it. That's fine. Did, did he wear a bandana in the music video? I don't think so. I'm picturing what the the uh, album cover looked like, but he didn't I'll have he didn't actually have sunglasses on or anything. 
no. He, yeah, that's the odd thing. I don't think he ever put on sunglasses. Right. But the premise of the song is, I wear my sunglasses at night. Never uh-huh. put them on. What an who, odd guy. Who writes that that's song? Who, song who, too, who writes man. that song and puts it out? I don't know, but that's an odd song. If you ever, if you listen, I, I'm challenging all musicians who who are listening right now to listen to that song and explain, logistically speaking, like musically, how they came up with what they came up. It's a weird song. Yeah. If you listen to how it transitions from the verse to the pre-chorus and then into the chorus, it's a weird song. I think that's why I like it so much. It's an odd song. And plus it was a hit, which is weird also. Like, But it was strictly because of the synth and the, uh-huh. like just that. That's all people know. I guarantee you, if you line up 10 people right now, nine of them couldn't recite the chorus of that song. Because most people think that I wear my sunglasses at night part is the chorus. Oh, you're wrong. It's not. <laughs> I'm just saying. I guess I wonder, good, good do, do you think it's a, it was a hit because it caught on, or do you think it was a hit? Because to me, it seems like a perfect movie song. Like that movies could pull that song oh. forever. Yeah, for sure. For sure, it's a song that would, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, it's it's any song that has a catchphrase like that is is bound to be popular, especially during that time period. Yeah. What are some other ones? Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Whoop, there it is. Can't believe you brought out Who Let the Dogs Out. A little Baja Men. They never had another hit, right? <laughs> are they called Little Baja Men or Baja Men? No, Baja Men. Oh, you said little. Are you saying just a little? I, guess I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, they did not. They did not. Um, neither did Tag Team. True. What's another catchphrase song? What's a rockin' uh, Jesus Christ? We're not gonna take it. Yeah, that's that's that song rules though. That's they're such a good band. <laughs> Did I ever tell? I think we talked about that. You know the song "Come On, Feel the Noise" by Quiet Riot. Mm-hmm. You know that's a cover, right? Yeah, we have talked about that. I don't remember who you said covered it or who, who originally did it, but Slade. Slade. Seventies like band S L A D E. Yep. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Um, but the interesting thing was, and I, uh, I think I've already said this. If we talked about it, but yeah, there was a like a behind the music or something about Quiet Riot, and they that was supposed to be like a throwaway song, like just a filler song to put on the album. Mm-hmm. But the producers and the record label were like, "No, we're going to release it as a single," and the band was pissed. The band didn't want to release it as a single. So the singer was like, I'm going to sabotage this. I'm just going to sing it as shitty as I can. And the version that he thought was shitty is the version we know today. Right. That's so, dude, I love shit like that, man. I love shit like that. I was listening to something the other day, and I don't remember any of the bands like off the top of my head, but they were talking about bands who like had record deals with these labels, and then they get to where they have like one or two albums left, and they just want to get out of the deal. So they just put out just what they think is pretty much garbage just to get the albums out to be able to walk away. Yeah. That would suck, man, to, to, yeah. do, to do that. And it would, it would also suck if like some of the who, stuff you put out. Who are some out, of the bands be, you're talking about? Like I said, I don't remember off the top of my head. I just, I would have to Google it. Um, I don't remember who they were talking about. But it, but it was also suck if like you knew you were putting out crap and some of those caught on. And then now you feel like you have to play those at shows, even though you don't really lo- like that music that much. 
there are a lot of bands who were just refused to play. I, you know, what really pisses me off is when bands refuse to play hits. Like Radiohead was synonymous for that. They wouldn't play Creep. It's like, dude. What was the, uh, did they have a reasoning for that? Did they not really like it? They tired of it and they thought it didn't represent who they were at the time. Like they've, they've, they've grown as artists. So they're beyond like, fuck you. Just play it. I, I, but I, again, I, dude, I would, I would uh, do many things right now for a hit song. So if you want me to play that hit for the next 30 years, I'm more than willing to do so. Well, that's, it's, it's, inter- about- it's interesting too, though, right? Because like, think about bands who put out a new record and then they were, okay, we need to tour with this new record. We need to play this new record. You know, when you're in a, in the, a crowd full of people and you say, who wants to hear a new song? You're going to hear people like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But most people really want to hear the songs that they love already that they know and they can sing the words to see for me. And I, I believe me, I understand getting tired of playing a song mm-hmm. live. I've, I've been there. Um, and you could probably guess which one I'm talking about uh-huh. that I got sick of playing. Uh-huh. Um, I've been there, but at the same time, you, you like when you, when you know, you're going to do it, you're like from in it, this is just anecdotal. This is just me, but like, I would be so fucking annoyed. Like, God damn it. Okay, and you know we'd put it last in the set list or like whatever. Okay, but then once it happened, in the moment you're just like fuck yeah, and you see people react and like it's right. something. And when you're in a band and you have a song that someone knows and sings back to you, dude, it's fucking awesome. I bet. And if you're a musician or an artist and you try to be too cool for school and say that that doesn't make you feel. That doesn't give you goosebumps. You're an asshole. Right. Like it's truly fucking cool. Um, so like I think in the and I've actually talked to you know friends that have said the same thing. Like yeah, you know we got tired of playing that, but then like once people started, you know, once we realized that people were into it, like I don't know, like look at a band like and I always say you always use them as an example, but it's why they are a festival band. It's why every big rock festival every summer you see this band on it. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Um, every big festival band who would have every a big festival, like rock festival every summer, you're going to see this band on the bill. I feel like there's several out there that you could do that with. Get, who, who there's are you several, thinking of? but who there's one in of? particular, Papa Roach. Okay. They're yeah. always on yeah. the rock festival. Yeah, absolutely. And guess what? No one complains about it because you know why? They play all of the songs, you know, mm-hmm. they've had so many songs do well on rock radio. And that's what these are. These are their radio festivals or their, you know, Mm-hmm. They've had so many songs do well on those radio stations and in those markets that that's that's all they need to do. Yeah. And they just continue to do it and do it and they don't get tired of it and they perform and they don't bitch. And it's like that is that's what everyone should. I don't know. That's to me. That's to me. That's the dream to have enough songs to fill a set list that people know and, and go crazy for, you know, not hits. You know, these aren't like worldwide massive hits but they're songs that the people that go to these festivals know yeah you know mm-hmm. um i think it's cool it, it's cool to see every time it, it's i've seen that band so many times i've played festivals that they've, they've played and i've made it a point like i want to go watch them i want to go watch people react to fucking uh last resort and between angels and insects and fucking all these songs that they have and not even the old one forget about the old one dude and that's the thing like i would watch them and go jesus christ that song was uh, like popular too right like, you forget about some of them mm-hmm. you remember the song hollywood whore yeah dude i see so, well i, I think I we always we, forget about that song. yeah we might have talked about it that that album came out right before 
um, I seen, and I think you said you were there at the show. It was at the family arena. It was Buck Cherry, Saving Abel, Papa Roach, and Avenged Sevenfold. I want to say you said you were there, was there. at that show. And yeah. I may have, uh, yeah, I was there. I may have uh, had a slight altercation with a member of one of the bands you just said to. Oh, which one? I don't want to talk about it. Is it the one that I expect? Yep. <laughs> yep. 100%. That's funny. We can talk after. Okay. I've been sworn to, it's almost like I signed a fucking NDA about this, but I've been sworn to never talk about it again. So I get it. I I'll get respect it. the wishes of who asked me to not talk about it. Yeah. But anyways, um, so the, I don't, Hollywood Horror wasn't the big song off of that though. Lifeline was the big, the big radio played song off of that album. Well, that's another one, dude. Mm -hmm. You just forget about, you just forget about all that stuff. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Um, Another one I was thinking of, and this is maybe a, a kind of an odd example to kind of lump in with Papa Roche, but another band is Switchfoot. There was a period for like five, six years, like two, two, three records that a lot of these songs in those records you heard on the radio. So when they go play them, people go, oh, yeah, fuck, I remember that. It's just it's one of those things like to me, that's so cool. That, yeah, that, like that, that. that first album was pretty was pretty big. I remember. I only remember like two albums. And I, but I mean, I really, I, I, I owned the first one, the first big one that came out. Uh, weren't they, weren't they considered a Christian band? With Meant to Live? Yeah, that was the See, first. See, that's not what I'm talking about. So, but I, I know what you're talking about. Then yeah. I think their second album was like Dark Horse or something like that. You see, I got to write here because I, I buy music. Uh, Hello Hurricane from 2009. It had uh, the song Mess of Me and The Sound. Okay. Both of those songs were huge on rock radio. And then in 2011, there was Vice Versus, the song Afterlife. Okay, so these are two albums and after... Dark, I... Dark, Afterlife and Dark Horses. Okay. Um, yeah, so these are way after Meant to Live. But those, and it was kind of like a resurgence for the band. Nice. You know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so anyway, good band. Really like that band. Yeah. I have not got Christian to see them live. Band. I'd like to. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't think... Well, I don't know the last time they came to town, dude. Who knows? I want to say I seen them on a festival. Um, whether that festival happened this year or not, I want to say I seen them on a festival this year, but maybe I'm wrong. They were the last time I saw them was at Lollapalooza, which was a long time ago. It was like right when that album Vice Versus came out. But uh, they were on a, a festival that I was at after that, and I missed them because I was watching someone else. I want to say, but. And actually, I think I remember being bummed because the 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 band that I was like, I want to go check them out. I just, it was like, eh, whatever. I so, and... so I'm going somewhere with this, but uh -oh. I know I know it's going to be for you. It's going to be butt rock. But were you ever a fan of the band Cold? Is that that band? Uh, their big one was like "Stupid Girl." Yeah, the guy that sings like he just came from the dentist. <laughs> I do like a few of their songs. I'm being an asshole. Yeah, I'm not a fan, but I do like a few of their songs. Okay, I was just curious Why? because I I was told so they just played "Red Flag" uh, last week. Oh, okay. Um, Missed that one. Yeah, and so what I'm saying, I'm getting at, as I was told that the drummer bailed on this tour because of the whole vaccine deal. And I'm interested in that because 
wouldn't like I, I get his point of view, but don't you think you could stay isolated enough? And if you're playing venues that you know are requiring uh, negative COVID tests or being vaccinated and things like that, do you think we're going to see a lot of bands or a lot of members of bands still doing this, like bailing on tours and stuff because they don't want to? I just feel like they could be they could make themselves isolated enough. How did the show? How did we come back to COVID? It's amazing. It's amazing that with every conversation we have, it's <laughs> over it. Um, I don't say, I don't think we're going to see an overwhelming majority, but I think we'll see people do it like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's be honest. I mean, a lot of these guys are, are political and this is a political thing. COVID. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Sucks to be you, man. We're going to replace you and good for the band for not, I mean, fuck dude. Like we said before, like don't get vaccinated. Expect there to be some backlash. Expect there to be some consequences. Right. Sucks. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. But uh, I'm just going to deal with it, man. Yeah. Um, who do they play with? I don't even know who opening band was. So it's, it's cold. So Finn McKenty has been doing these new metal tier lists mm-hmm. where he's like ranking new metal bands and like, I don't know. So like the top ones, you know, he has this upper level and I, I, I can't explain what the levels are, but. He has this upper level where he has like corn, Lincoln Park. Uh, maybe he put Limp Biscuit there, but he put Deftones in a level before. And he said that people think they're way better than they are. He said it's just annoying because people like make them out to be a better band than they actually are. And I was like, hey, dude, I will come to Washington and find you <laughs> and I will hurt you. Okay. Yeah. He said that about System of a Down and Deftones. I get it. And I'm joking. I, I, but I get it with Deftones. Again, it's like Incubus. I meet so many people that like, fuck no, I don't like Deftones. You like Deftones? I'm like, yeah, pretty much changed my life. Right. Pretty much changed my life musically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm White Pony. Like it, I get emotional when I listen to it still. Yeah. As a grown adult. Like, um, and I, I don't know. They're just one of those bands that I, I noticed that like people don't like. But he put like he said the same thing about System of a Down, and he put, he was like playing their music, and I get like some of their music is childish, vocally especially, but dude, musically, and I'm not the biggest System of a Down fan. I think their first record is fucking front to back one of the best records of any time period. Which would have had what on it when it comes, huh? Which would have had what songs on it? Sugar, Sugar was like the big one that ever. It, they okay. didn't get they didn't blow up until Toxicity. Yeah, right. Um, but the one before that was it's a fucking fantastic record. Anyway, um, they were they were a band that were able that was able to be very political, but still like catch. I don't know that they made it into a, in a way that people. I don't know. I, I guess just like the mu- the music versus maybe what it the music was really saying. I guess. Yeah. No. And that's what. I, great point. And that's exactly where I was going with that. We're like the everybody's gone to the party. Right. Like when you listen to that today, I don't know if those vocals hold stand the test of time, but the music mm-hmm. does. Yeah. You know, and I think he may have given them the respect in that, but like that music stands the test of time for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, eh, who I like childish vocals sometimes. Fuck it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, not every day. But, you know, even that's another song. Like when I hear that, I go, God damn, 
forgot about this. It's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's yeah. a fun song. Like, and if I was at a festival and they were there and they played that song, I'd fucking, I hope I have a beer in my hand. Maybe if there was some marijuana and I would enjoy the fuck out of it. <laughs> Wouldn't need to be stoned or drunk, but I'm just saying it helps. Right. Um, helps enhance the experience a little bit. But um, you actually, you, you mentioned Limp Bizkit a while ago. They were actually supposed to be dropping an album today, I think. Yeah. I don't Is know. it today? Uh, well, they said they, they said Somebody over. sent me that dad life song. Dad vibes. Yeah. Dad vibes. Did you send it to me? Maybe. Or did somebody else? I might have. I don't know if I like it, man. I, it I like, I like that he's the feeling that I thought it would. I like, I th- if that makes sense. It's a weird scenario. Like he, I like, I mean, cause this all stemmed from that appearance at Lollapalooza, right? Where he came out and he had, he was, you know, looking I like guess. the old I, I guy mean, and stuff, but. I don't know. It's 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 weird, but he's kind of it's Stole like he's, the show. he's owning it though, right? Good, good for him. Yeah. But have you ever seen a, a band troll an entire festival? <laughs> no, I haven't. I guess they did, and they won. They but, won. Yeah, but they, they, and, but they were still the also festival. playing like the hits from Limp Bizkit too, right? And that's why wouldn't you? Right. You have to. Now I'm. Just, I don't. Uh, they played break stuff first. Oh, did they? And did they play like counterfeit I, I, and stuff too? Yeah, they played it all, dude. They played everything. That's yeah. hilarious. Again, why the fuck would they be going? Now we're artists. We're not going to play Nookie. Fuck you. Listen right. to our news. Like, dude, come on. The song's called Nookie. Your name is Limp Bizkit. <laughs> play the songs. You're, you're not, there's no. You're not an artist. Stop it. Right. And I mean that. And I say that with all due respect. I like them. I like that band. Um, but just, and they do it. They just play the fuck. Like, dude, why would you not play the songs that everybody, but the funny thing was when they, they kicked in with break stuff and you see like legitimately like 18 year old kids going ape shit. Uh huh. And I'm thinking like how many of those kids, this is their first time actually hearing that song. Right. Like they've heard their older brothers and sisters talk about Limp Bizkit. They may have YouTubed them once or twice, but do they actually know the meat? I don't, again, I don't they know. Trolled- I don't know if break stuff would be one that they would know. I mean, I know that's what you're saying, but uh, I, I don't. It was a huge song. I mean, it was, but it wasn't like Roland or Nookie or. You're going to make me Google this. Uh-huh. Top selling Limp Biscuit songs. I feel like Roland, because Roland was used so much on in different things, too. You're back to that again, huh? Uh huh. You're a big soundtrack video game guy, huh? Kinda. Me too. I always, uh, I always said that was the last band, uh, that actual band I was in. That was what we were. I mean, that was our our, our mission, if was, you will, was to be on a soundtrack. Well, the deal that we had was to get our music in video games. See, yes, it's called syncing. It, it was a syncing type deal. Yes. Okay, that's cool. It just didn't yeah. didn't pan out. I don't. I guess. mean, the, the the coolest thing we had was we were on a Call of Duty promo thing. Well, that's and it cool. Was like supposed to be like, you don't remember that? I don't think so. What song was it for? Call to Arms. It doesn't matter. It Did, doesn't I, matter. I don't know if I anyway, knew. That. I don't know if I knew that or not. It, it, well, maybe you don't because it didn't really do anything. I apologize. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to put you down right <laughs> now. <laughs> No, I, believe me, <laughs> I get it. Uh, all humility here, dude. Um, chart history, Limp Bizkit. View full chart. View full chart. I can't talk. 
Dad Vibes peaked at number six. Wow. They've had zero number one hits. They've had one top ten hit. This website sucks. Billboard's website sucks. Fuck them. Anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Um, yeah, that's a good example, of, again, of a band that, like, go play a festival, play the fucking... Oh, you know what they played last, which I thought was... Maybe it's... I, I think they used to do this a lot of festivals. They played the uh, the Mission Impossible thing. The... What is that song called? Take oh, a look around. yeah. Uh... What was that song? I know why you want to hate me. Because hate yeah. is all the world has even seen lately. Dun, 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 I dun, forgot about dun, that song. Dun, dun. Dude, that, they were a good fucking band. Dude. How do you do that? Do did, did they have to get copyright for that? Um, or was it far enough? I don't know. Because I mean, that was literally the exact Mission Impossible theme, right? There wasn't enough notes that were different? Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you heard the difference, right? I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it was, I don't think it was, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm, interesting. I would Google, but I don't want to exit full screen. I don't want people to see my screen. So <laughs> um, I'll let you Google if you want. But um, yeah, man, I, uh, I don't know how we got to that. Either way. At least we put an end to the COVID talk, huh? We did. I saw recently there was another big band that they dropped something because of vaccines. and They dropped like a tour or something? Yeah, or something something like that. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Hey, man. I don't know. If you if it were me, I'd want to. And again, if, if my livelihood and my fucking income and my family depended on me touring, uh, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that happens. So I, I, would, because... I would like I would like to see projected numbers for these bands too. Like if they think that, you know, if they're going to be hitting a lot of these venues that are going to be requiring vaccinations and stuff like that, if they think they're going to be, there's going to be less attendance at these venues. So they're not going to sell merch very, you know, as well and things like that. I wonder if that would be a reason for them to drop off too. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I mean, so did the, the dude from Cold? It was just the show here that he didn't do. No, I, I think. Flag... I, no, I think it was the tour. I think. Wait, Red Flag doesn't make you show proof of vaccination, do they? Yeah, they do. No, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm they pretty... didn't when I went there. Yeah, but it happened after that. They they jumped on the bandwagon really? with like Delmar Hall and the pageant and all those. They oh, no, they all no, did no, it around no, the same no. time. Don't, don't call it a bandwagon. Well, I didn't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that. You when, mean, you mean when venue, keep your business open so they yeah, continue to live? Yeah. yeah when yeah, when venues started doing it in St. Louis, they they started doing that as well. Yeah. And honestly, even. Uh, I mean, even Ver I've only been to. A even Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. They didn't start doing it until this month. Because at Point Fest. In September, you didn't have to be, but then uh, I believe it's every, uh, I think it's anything that's hosted by Live Nation. They require, they're requiring vaccines. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you brought up Point Fest. Ah, do I want to say this? 
Yes, it's already out there. Mm-hmm. You put it in the universe already. Unless you're contractually obligated to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Believe me, there's a, there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm binded by contracts on. Um, okay. Now, all right. Okay. I'm noticing a theme. Okay. And maybe it's just, it's it's not a theme. Maybe it's just the way people are. I'm noticing lately that a lot okay fuck how do i say this without fucking giving away who i'm talking about and okay remember the conversation we had where i said it's healthy to hate yourself Uh uh-huh yeah i still do i hate myself very much okay and i had this conversation recently with with a buddy of mine who also plays music um uh you know about the new song I'm releasing on Monday. And uh, I don't remember what it was, but I think it was just something about, I don't know what we were talking about. And I just said, yeah, you know, I, I just said, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Like, I'm, it's fine. We, you know, something about promotion and, and like, or whatever. And he goes, dude, it's a good, like, you gotta, you gotta, it was basically saying like, you, you're really thinking, overthinking things. Just like own it is what he said. And I've, and I, and after we had this conversation, I was kind of like, Jesus Christ, I still have to have people tell me that. And it's, it's truly like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing either way. So it's not this, my point of the story isn't that it's this. So like, I'm seeing like a theme of like really self-congratulatory behavior from bands in our area. Based off of what? what they're posting on social media and it's just weird. I, I don't know, man. And again, maybe I'm overthinking too much about it. Like maybe I'm just like, maybe I should just say who cares. And but, I, don't, I don't care, but like, Fine, ba- do what you do based off of like their streaming numbers. Like they're, are they posting that and promoting that mm-hmm. or like what? Did I say that? You didn't. You said that. Does that annoy you? When bands do that, I'm just at, no. You. I'm I'm trying to figure no, out. No, no, you got very specific. So what do I you mean? Know what you're talking about? What, what do you mean by self-congratulatory, though? Like, like we 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 put this out and we love it, kind of kind of thing, or is no, it like, see, that's, oh, we that's we the hit modest. we hit thousands and thousands of streams, and then you post that. No, see, that's the so, modest way of saying things. Okay, I'm talking about. Okay, you know when? Fuck me! I didn't want. <laughs> you know, you know when someone's being humorous or being like tongue in cheek when they're like, "This album's gonna destroy the world." Like this out, like. Oh. And then you okay. Know, okay. Okay. And then you know when someone truly, truly believes that they are fucking Elvis or whatever. Like, eh, eh. so there's kind of like an arrogance that comes with it. Is kind of what you're saying. Well, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And again, the, 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 I'm a the, okay, shithead for the, even bringing this up. Not really. Again, the, this I know is, people think this way, have thought this way about me. And I swear it's not. It's just, well, I hate there, myself. There's, I a, there's a weird a weird line, though, because like, I think if you want to make something good, you have to have enough confidence in it to think that this is really good. And I and I think people are going to want to listen to this. But then, but if, good, there, yes. but if there's an arrogance kind of that comes behind it that says... This is going to, you know, blow your brains. And, you know, it, it's it's just. 
Yeah, I, I see. I see where you're coming from now. It took a while to get there, ah. but we finally got there. <laughs> My yeah, yeah. I, but it's just I don't know. I just saw a video yesterday, and I was just kind of like, Ugh, that was weird. I, I, I don't know, man. Like. And again, it doesn't matter. It's not, it's not affecting my life in any way. It doesn't matter. I'm just making conversation. But I, I, and I, I truly do wonder, like, am I the only one that thinks this way? I, but again, it's the humility and the, the hatred I have of myself that makes me stop and ask these questions, I guess. Or, um, that, or, or you, you just look at it like, there's no way that I would do that. But that's because that's the way you are. And you don't, Correct. you don't, pro, you don't promo that way. I'm wearing indoors right now. <laughs> and I actually kind of enjoy it. So either way, um, it's just very bizarre. It's, 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 it's one of those things like, and, but and, and, the, the term, the phrase fake it till you make it. Do you believe in that? I believe kind of, I mean, it depends but kind of because you can show confidence in something with not really having any confidence in it. And then at a certain point still make it right. I, I don't know if that makes any sense or not to my, in my head it does. So it makes me think of something. Did you ever finish Dave season two? Oh no, I didn't even start it. Oh fuck. Sorry, man. All right. I'm going to give away I a little bit. Of I something. need to watch it. Go ahead. I'm going to give a little bit, I'm going to give away a little bit of something because spoiler alert, it's been out forever. So True. you're bad. Uh-huh. I'm not going to spoil the show for you. But so in, in one of the last episodes, Dave and Gata get into a big altercation, a big argument. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And the premise of it is, is that uh, Gata's trying to start his own career, his own solo career. And he's doing all of this like extravagant shit. Ultimately, he bought a, he, Dave loaned him money. Gator went and took that money and bought a BMW BMW for his music video. Right. So they're in the argument. Gator says, I got to fake it till I make it just like everybody else. Right. And Dave says, no, you don't have to do that. Like if anything, my career should be an example of that. Right. And then Gator's kind of like, well, you've never even asked me to do a song with you. So then the argument kind of shifts to that. And, uh, it was like, yeah, you know what? You really want to know why is because I think your music's generic. I don't think you put much effort into it, blah, 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 blah. And Gator's response was so great. And it's really, truly, truly, truly. Like I, it, within my heart and soul, I, for the most part, feel the same way. Um, you know, the phrase fake it till you make it. He believes in that. But he also said, you know, that's supposed to hurt my feelings. He's like, I make my music for me, myself and I. I don't give a fuck if you like it. I make the music for me. I work hard on it because I love it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And the whole the whole point of him saying that in, in the season, Dave does a lot of bitching and a lot of whining about things. He has writer's block, this and that. Whereas Gator's like rapping in a closet every day, putting out music, putting out music, putting out music because he just fucking loves it. Mm-hmm. I truly do feel that same way. Now, I'm not saying I uh, fake it till you make it because you love the music that much. But I'm just saying it all makes sense. I thought was it's truly like my favorite moment from the show in two seasons. Anyway, watch the fucking show, dude. It's, I need it's, to. It's the, you'll like the ending a lot. That, the, you'll like it a lot. That was on my um, that was on my list to watch. But you know something uh, I was listening to the other day, and I totally forgot about it. But do you remember that what was the move? What was the music video that he put out where he did it all for free by just like asking to bought to you know video on like a Lamborghini and stuff like that? What was that? Sh- save what? that money. Yeah, save that money. Fifty watt. Yeah. Do you remember 
that he actually part of that music video was on the backside of a T-Pain music video. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. That is hilarious. Yeah. That it, it's He's the, a smart guy. It's a music video inside a music video. Yeah. Um, love that song. That song is dope. Um, speaking of which, I think Fetty Wap's going to go to jail for a long time. Really? I didn't see yeah. this. What happened? It's fucking uh, di- distribution of illegal narcotics. Fentanyl to be one of them. Yeah, Jesus he's in Christ. Big dude. trouble. He's in big trouble. Um, anyway. I'm a Fetty Wap fan, so this is bad news for me. Um, sucks. Why? But, uh, why, dude? I don't understand. I mean, I've never done it, so I can't give a explanation there. But why fentanyl, man? Like it is so freaking dangerous. People want it, and man. people are dying from it all over. I mean, yeah, it's it's disgusting to be distributing that to and they're and they're, they're cutting they're cutting coke with it. It's, there's so many things that have, I, I've, that part of the drug game has surpassed me. <laughs> it's like <laughs> 10 years ago, I might've been able to tell you what drug dealers were doing. I have no fucking clue anymore. I just have no idea. I'm a dad now. Dad, dad vibes. Um, but my, my, so the thing about, so you said you brought up save that money. So like, he's a smart guy and he does really put out, he puts out good music and I think he's talented, but if that show is in any way autobiographical, He's kind of a twat, <laughs> kind of a shithead, but you know, nonetheless, but that's what that whole fight is based off of is whereas like Gator's trying to do something for himself and Lil Dicky had to make it about him. Right. And Gator's like, dude, every day is the most important day of your life. When can I fucking have my moment? Like the whole thing. Watch the show. It's, a, it's like I said, you'll love the ending. Okay. But um, so yeah, fake it till you make it. Makes sense. But, uh, you know, again, I think do it, do it for you. And I'm not saying whoever I just mentioned in these videos, I'm not saying that they're faking it till they make it. I'm not saying that they don't do it because they love it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they're just there. I think there's tact. And then I think there's just a lack of self-awareness, perhaps. Maybe that's what I'm seeing. <laughs> Who cares? I'm an asshole. Why do you let me do this to myself? I, I don't know. It's your, you, you bring up the topics most of the time. <laughs> this shit is that goes on this in my head, you. man. There's a fucking, it's good to get it out there. It's good to get it out it's there. It's a roller coaster <laughs> in my fucking brain right now. It's, you don't want to live inside my brain. Trust me. Um, either way. But I checked out, uh, um, fuck. It was a band you told me to check out and now I forgot. Oh, the every time I die. Oh, Okay. The new, the new. Every time I die, yeah. I like it. Yeah, like it. it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. There's another guy that I had a run in with. I can talk about this one. He was just kind of <laughs> he, he, he. I just got introduced to him, and he was just kind of like stand up. It was just kind of like, uh, you know, when you get introduced to someone, usually if they're a polite person, they go, "Oh, hey, shake your hand. Nice to meet you." It was just sort of like, "Oh, hey." And like, that's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. See you, dude. And that's what I said. I go, okay, see you, dude. And he kind of like shot me a look and was like, hey, man, you didn't want to talk to me. So I'm saying, see you. There's like, clearly you and I are not going to have a conversation. Right. No big deal. Not a run in, just a little thing. Gotcha. But that's, that's been plenty of those. Another situation um, that you may be overthinking. <laughs> well, I, I'm not, I don't, when I get introduced to someone, I go, oh, hey, how you doing? 
Now, if I don't get introduced to you and I seem like I'm being an asshole, believe me, I know I'm, I know what I'm doing. It's my anxiety. It's my social anxiety. I'm not meaning to do it. Trust me. Which, how do you know he's not, how do you know he wasn't the same situation? He could be. That's why I'm not saying who it is and I'm not calling him a <laughs> fuckface on this podcast. He could be. You're not saying, <laughs> you're saying it without saying it. That's nice. <laughs> nah, nah, no one knows who we're talking about. Um, so tell me something. Uh-huh. You watched the video I sent you of the fight companion, correct? Mm-hmm. You've seen that Chris D'Elia is kind of back on YouTube. He's kind of back, right? Yep, kind of. So I gave you a timestamp to watch. Did you think that timestamp was funny? No. The interaction? No, it was uh, it was awkward, honestly. Really? I think so, yeah. Okay. So tell me more. Why? Why? why tell me more. Because I feel like you're going a different direction with this, and I want you to be the hateful one for once. I just think it's... Okay, I, I'll tell you this. I watched... So you gave me like a three-minute timestamp to watch, and I watched that plus maybe like four more minutes. Oh, okay. And I just felt like the overall vibe is that this is boring. Like even to them, I felt like they thought this is boring. Especially Brendan Schaub. Like he was on the opposite side of the table of these guys. And like you could tell when they were talking, he just didn't feel like I don't know, he I don't know. It just it felt it felt weird. If he's not talking over everyone, he pouts like a child. Yeah, but he was also legitimately. He was also like directing most things to Callan to say like I, I like a lot there was a qu- quite a few things where he was like O'Brien tell Chris about this O'Brien tell Chris about this it was like he was trying to get away from the conversation and just put the cr- conversation over here because Brian can talk it's because he has four pouches of tobacco in his mouth <laughs> and he can't talk okay so the whole reason that I sent you that and for those that don't know we're talking about a fight companion that has comedians that we've talked about on the, the Calabasas fight companion I, I will not call it that. So, <laughs> no, will not. Um, but the reason that I sent it to you is like, I thought what Chris D'Elia was, that's when I think he's funny, is when he's busting balls. I thought it was funny. It's like, oh, that's that's the Chris D'Elia that I, I actually like. I agree with all of the bullshit. I agree with you. And that was the funniest part out of what I seen in the show. It just... Okay. wasn't funny to me in that like that is the type of humor that I like from him but that exact scenario wasn't funny to me <laughs> okay that's fine. and that's fine <laughs> but I would also feel the same way like if I was in a conversation especially like on this podcast if you started talking about glycogen and explaining what it I may be like hey um don't know if I care you know what I mean okay so it's something that was kind of odd to me in it, in it too when watching it do they so i didn't watch the beginning and i haven't watched the beginning of you're any being of these. nice right now no by the way. no listen you plenty more to say no listen listen so do they at the beginning of these because i know like okay say the the joe rogan fight companions they would line up like at the beginning they would tell people hey we're exactly at this spot in the ufc card right now if you want to watch while we're talking do they do that same thing i don't believe so Okay, Maybe. so that's weird to me because right after this whole funny conversation that you're talking about, they just start looking at the TV and they're like, "This guy, he's a monster," and they kept and I they kept talking and they never said who they were talking about. 
So you're watching a fight companion of three guys talking to each other, watching something on the TV, and not even explaining what they're watching on the TV, but they're talking about what's on the TV. And you have no idea who's fighting each other or anything. I also think that if you're watching that UFC pay-per-view and watching them at the same time, you're mentally ill. <laughs> Just watch the fucking fights. <laughs> Why? I thought that way when Joe Rogan would do them. Mm-hmm. I would watch them after. Right. But I would never fucking had them on like during a pay-per-view. Fuck that. Yeah. That's just, yeah, no. But uh, in a way, when he started doing that, Joe Rogan, that was a smart thing to do because look, I see nerds at baseball games that listen to the fucking radio right. broadcast while they're at the game. Right. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, you know, you're at the event that you, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> What is happening? You still see people do that in 2021. Yeah. Very bizarre. But hey, it's a tradition. I get it. I think, did I I have a family member? It doesn't matter. Um, People still keep score. Like they're at a fucking kid's sixth grade fucking little league Yeah, that's weird. Like, are they going to catch something that was wrong? No, it's just a tradition. It's It's, it's like a tick. Just for fun. I mean, I guess it's just kind of for fun. Yeah. Yeah. They love baseball that much. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. That's fine. It's fine, I guess. Um, you're you're still being nice. You're being nice right now. You're you're pissing me off. No, the only other say your true feelings about this show. Come on. The only other thing that I thought was the the background sucks. Why? And I I mean I don't even know if the stu- the setup it bothers you at all. I don't know. It's just like a long ass table, and then uh, a bunch of red curtains behind them that doesn't even go down to the floor. Like if people walk back there, you're gonna see their feet. I don't know. It just feel if it's weird. I would never. So I would never use that as my you, backdrop. Are you saying there's not much effort there, and it could perhaps be a cash grab? Oh, more than likely, yeah. And I'm assuming all I'm, these guys when we had this conversation before. I'm assuming Liquid Death is a sponsor of theirs because there was no. 43 cans on the table. No. <laughs> you mean the same Liquid Death that is the sponsor for everyone else? Uh huh. Let me let me let me just say something. Do they have a neon sign in the backdrop? Yeah, I don't think so. They had like one wall that had a bunch of weird writing on it. Can you make me a promise right now that if we ever start doing this podcast together in person, mm-hmm. the studio that we do it in does mm-hmm. not have a name the name of the show in neon. If I walk into the studio and I see a neon sign that says "Raised on the Radio," I'm going to destroy it. On no. site. So I'm. I planned. I actually planned on doing it. We're gonna. We're gonna put a big raised on the radio neon sign up, and then underneath it, it's gonna say on air, and that's gonna light up while we're recording. I hate, <laughs> I hate your guts. Seriously, I will fuck. I'll. I'll hit it with a baseball bat. I will really break it right in front of your face. Fucking enough. That, that could neon sign. That could go I, viral, man. At some man. point, you go. Oh, everybody's doing it. I got to do something different. Come on. Neon sign. Everyone has a neon sign. Everyone. Every one of those podcasts. Hmm. Think about it. Rogan. Uh flagrant. Fucking Tim Dillon has a neon sign. What would you Spider and the kid have a neon sign? What would you do if I got you? You know who doesn't? Who? Us? Well, we can't afford one, but who <laughs> 
What did you ask? Because your video broke up. I was going to ask you, if, you ask? if I got you a raised on the radio neon sign for Christmas, what would you, would you put it up behind you? No, I put it up, but it's not going to be behind me. Yeah, I think you you'd right put it, I think you'd put it up in storage. <laughs> I didn't say where I'd put it in up your at your attic or something. Me. Yeah. <laughs> No, because then I look like I'm dick riding all those fucking podcasts, man. At some point, you got to do something different, right? I don't know. Again, maybe I'm overthinking things, but fuck me on signs I'm over that shit. Um, it's all about Zoom backgrounds, man. Uh-huh. And Kobe. And Zoom Co- backgrounds and Kobe. and Kobe. There you go. Yeah. I still think you're being nice, but I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you off the hook this time. I've been the hateful one for this episode. It's fine. That's most episodes. I'll give it to you. Well, you said something. So, okay. I'm listening. Nah, never mind. Nah. Nah. What? Come on. It doesn't matter. Nah. I got football to watch in a little bit here. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, okay. So you mentioned rock Brown and roll. Hall- you mentioned rock and roll hall of fame. What what did you have to talk about about that? Because oh, I yeah. didn't see. Is that people that are being inducted or what? Yeah, last night was the induction. Okay. Was, uh, I I and the reason I brought it up is just because I think it's a weird. I don't think that it's the same thing it used to be, but also I think it's just a weird process now. But uh, it was like Foo Fighters got in, Tina Turner, which again, that's why I say it's weird. Why the fuck hasn't Tina? Why is it Tina Turner getting in now? That's why the weird. Fuck yeah. Hasn't she been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for a, maybe she's because it's like twenty five. It, no, it's twenty five years after your first release. So why the fuck is she just now getting in? Wait, you're why? saying it's been twenty five years since her first release? No, that's the criteria for you to be considered to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It Wait, has to have been at least 25 Foo years Fighter, since your Foo first Foo Fighters release. have been a band for 25 years? Yeah. Their first release was, what, 1990-something. Really? 90, I had 95. no idea. That's crazy. I mean, they don't look like young pups, dude. What do you, what do you I know, but still, long? 25 years is the longest time. Well, you think about it. Kurt Cobain died in 1994. Okay. How many years ago is that? Don't make me do the math. Pull out your calculator while I'm talking. 20 he died in 1997? 27? 27? I think so, right? 2004 would be 10 years. 2014 yeah, so, so would be 20 years. Yeah. Which is creepy because that's the, that's like the, that's the age, isn't it? 27 is that the age. Weird. Uh, see these ghosts behind me. Uh-huh. Their purpose. Uh-huh. Um, so then, yeah, I mean, Foo Fighters' first record would have been 96. Not long after Kirk Cobain died. So it's 25 years. Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, Tina Turner, Foo Fighters, L O Cool J, The Go-Go's, Carol King, somebody else. But I like L O Cool J perform. But again, it's a weird, like, why did Taylor Swift perform? Like, go away. Go away. Go away. Why are you there? Weird. Um, I just think it doesn't have the same luster it had. Still, still very cool um, and good for the people that got in. But, oh, Jay-Z got in, um, which makes total sense. But Tina Turner was an odd one. I was like, how the fuck is she not already in? 
Right. Like how did she, how did, I, I don't know. I wonder if, I, I wonder if she, she in, I, well, I wonder if she's been nominated before and she just got passed over for somebody else, or if this is the first time she's been nominated, that can't be, that can't be possible. Yeah, that can't be. Uh, I don't know how it works. The nominations, I, I, I it's all weird to me. Like I remember when it was, um, it was a big deal when black Sabbath got in because people said like, I guess journalists or writers, whoever, whoever decides who gets in would always bypass them because of eight reasons, a through Z it's all fucking nonsense. You, if you have a rock and roll hall of fame, black Sabbath should be in it. Right. Period. Mm -hmm. Ozzy by himself should be in it. And he actually is black Sabbath is in and Ozzy is in as a solo artist, you know, I remember when Metallica guy is like, it's a no, it should be a no brainer. If you're someone who doesn't think <laughs> that Metallica or black Sabbath should be in the rock and roll hall of fame, you're, you're a, you're an asshole. Right. You're a mentally ill shithead. <laughs> uh, Foo fighters. You know what I mean? Like it's a no brainer. So, but I can, I get, you know, I've heard many people, the tastemakers are upset that, you know, rap are, you know, when NWA got inducted a couple of years ago, People were like, it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What are we doing? I mean, do you think they should change the name? I don't know, man. I was thinking about that. I'm glad you asked that. I don't know. What do you call it? It's just, it's a... I mean, it would just have to be like the Music Hall of Fame or something like that, which I know sounds yeah. generic. Have you ever been but... there? You, I'm assuming you haven't been there. No. Yeah. It's pretty damn cool. So if you ever go to Cleveland, make it a point to go. Okay. But... I really feel like the demographic or the people that it's for are nerds like myself and mouth breathing tourists who just happen to go. Don't really understand what they're, you know what I mean? They like, they walk through it like it's a zoo or like it's a fucking, uh, you know, like they're at the fucking city museum here. Right. Like they don't like I, it took me forever. Like you could really spend a couple of days actually doing the rock and roll hall of fame. If you stop and look, and read and do everything that's there. Right. The cool thing about it is they always have like exhibits um, dedicated to specific artists. Like when I went the last time I went, been there twice, but the last time I went, it was for Pink Floyd. So they had this really cool uh, wall exhibit, you know, Pink Floyd, the wall mm -hmm. exhibit. It was really cool. Anyway. Um, but I was a nerd and I stopped and read every single piece of information they had on every single thing they had in there. Um, but it's cool. You should definitely go, but that's the thing. They can't change that, you know, right. That whole aspect of it, like it being a museum to the people that are in, in, and it's not even to the people that are in, they have stuff in there that I, if I, if I remember correctly, they had stuff on artists that aren't in the rock and roll hall of fame. Maybe they yeah. are now, but, hmm. um, I don't know. It's the, the criteria has just always been weird. I, I mean, let's be honest. Should there be, I always say like, I like the rock and roll hall of fame idea. Like if you're an artist, like my dream is to be in the rock and roll hall of fame, to be there with all of the other artists that inspired me. So I, I consider it to be different than like winning a Grammy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, fuck the Grammys dude. So we, we've talked about this before. It's like, what, what are we doing? We're, 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 we're giving people awards for their art. It's like, eh. and I guess in a way the rock and roll hall of fame is that same thing. Like you're awarding people for a lifetime's work of art, I guess mm -hmm. lifetime. I don't know. 
Am I making any sense? You are. You are. I just, okay. I, I'm, I'm still going back like to rambling. the thing. Like, do you, do you change the name of the rock and roll hall of fame to make it more broad to cover other genres of music? Or do you make another hall of fame? For, well, there are, there are, there are other hall. Of, oh yeah. There's a jazz hall of fame. There's a blues hall of fame. Um, yeah. See, I would see. I would. Uh, throw, I, I would throw those into rock and roll hall of fame before I would throw like rap and hip hop. I disagree, man. Really? Yeah, I think it all belongs in the rock and roll hall of fame. I think maybe you just changed the name, but yeah, it all belongs. Yeah. Think about, dude. To just think about the early days of hip hop and some of the samples that were used. Yeah. A lot of rock samples, you know, and there were a lot of those earlier hip hop artists that had. And even today, I don't even know why I'm saying old school. I'm saying there are a lot of hip hop artists that have bands behind them. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? I mean, and not all bands are rock and roll. I understand there are, there are funk bands. There are fucking jazz bands. I, I get it. But I'm just saying, aesthetically, I feel like everything comes from a centralized place, which is, I guess it's tough to call it rock and roll. I just contradicted myself. <laughs> I but I also love all music, yeah. with the exception of country. There's a country music hall of fame. <laughs> but see, country artists get into the rock and roll hall of fame. I want to know some. I got I to know this now. Like, I guarantee you Garth Brooks is in the rock and roll hall of fame, right? Old fucking crazy. Old creepy. Uh, yeah, but probably as Chris Gaines, right? How dare you? <laughs> like, I'm trying to think about, like, either, like, Hank Williams has to be Johnny Cash, fucking country artist in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Let's see what I can find. Do How you, easy will this be? Let me ask you this. Okay, I have I have two people in mind, and you're going to be like Jesus Christ on both of them. But I'm wondering if they would be in rock and roll and country. So Kid Rock, will he be in both? I don't know. <laughs> Do you think he's? You think he's going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I think he has to be. He has to be. Really? Tell me why. I think his name's too big not to be. So you're going off of popularity. Okay. Kind of, well, yeah. So you're saying Ba with Ba, <laughs> historically speaking, is going to stand the test of time. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, they're considering Elvis to be country. Elvis is in, obviously, Hank Williams. I was right about that. Jimmy Rogers, the Everly Brothers, Johnny Cash, Brenda Lee, Chet Atkins, Bill Monroe, Bob Wills, Floyd Kramer. Can I be honest with you? Uh-huh. Other than Elvis, I know three of those artists. Yeah, I don't know if I recognize any. Why aren't these country stars in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? This is from 2018. Let's see what this is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Where is this going? Cleveland's iconic Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is home to so much more than just rock and roll. Rock Hall inductees span genres from blues, gospel, hip-hop, and R&B to the true rockers. Yuck. <laughs> you have NWA, Aretha Franklin, Elvis Presley, Marvin Gaye, Led Zeppelin, U2, and so many more inside the hallowed halls. But one genre that some say has been overlooked the most is country music. Who do they who do they say? Here's who's in. There are they are there are eleven musicians who have been inducted into both the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Country Music Hall of Fame. They are Jimmy Rogers, Hank Williams, Chet Atkins, 
Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, Elvis is not country. The Everly Brothers, do you think Elvis is country? Uh, uh, That's a no. Bill Monroe, uh, Bob Wills, Brenda Lee, Floyd Kramer, and Sam Phillips. Below is a list of all Rock Hall inductees who have roots in country music. Okay. Bill Black, Bill Haley, Bill Monroe, Buddy Holly, Carl Perkins, Chet Atkins, The Crick. This is a long list. Yeah. Um, who cares? <laughs> Elvis is not country. For real? You think Elvis is country? I don't think. Um, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to think if there's a way to lump him into country. I don't really, I don't really see it. You know the story behind Elvis, right? In in. What is the guy's name? Sun Studio, uh, Sun Re- Sun Records. Uh, I don't, on. I don't know if I know the story or not. Sam Phillips, that's the guy's name. So Sam Phillips was producing blues blues artists who were all African American. Couldn't really break any of them, so he said, "Well, what if I just take a good looking white guy and have him just play the same music? That's got to be." a recipe for success. And that literally was what it was. That's why Elvis people like consistently hate on Elvis because he just ripped off the popular artists of the time who were considered to be popular. And he did. So how did, how did people look at that Sam Phillips guy after, after that, did they think he was turning, he was turning his back on a I I don't know. Like, did they, did they look like he was, did they think he was turning his back on like the Af- African American community? Well, I don't think that necessarily, but I mean, he's on record, and I I'm sure we could find it if we spent enough time on record saying like that's that was his goal with Elvis. He's like, I want a white person playing, bl-, and he said this black music, and it will just blow up. It'll be huge. He was right. So you're Elvis telling me is- that ain't nothing but a hound dog is. Not considered white music. I don't know, bro. I'm talking about. I don't know, man. I'm not talking about the lyrics. I, I, I don't know. time. That could pass this country, right? Maybe. Yeah. No. Elvis is not country, dude. I, I'm not. Gonna I don't feel. It. I don't get the vibe. I don't feel it. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, what's name some other popular Elvis songs? I can't. Can you? Uh, not off the top of my head. No. What a bunch of dummies we, we are. We at, don't even know more than one Elvis this. song. Is that real? We suck at this. But he like a lot Wait, of his songs he, too were does, covers. Doesn't right? he sing "Blue Christmas"? What? <laughs> Isn't there like a really popular? Uh, I think it's "Blue Christmas" that he sings. You hear it like eight million times in every store over. Christmas I don't know time. What you're talking about. Uh, Jailhouse Rock. Oh yeah, duh. W- weren't most of his songs cover songs? I don't know. I mean, if the story's true, I what you're telling that. me, it wouldn't many... surprise me if they are. Wait, how many? God, it's amazing what comes up in Google. It's like it. It's like almost like our phones are listening to us. Kind of creepy, right? Or was it my COVID vaccine? Is that why my phone can hear me? Is it because I'm vaccinated? <laughs> uh-huh. I hope this isn't... 
Almost all of the two dozen songs he recorded at Sun Records in 1954 and 55 were covers. And like most new artists in the 50s, he used multiple covers to fill his LPs when he moved to RCA in 1956. Of the 24 songs on his first two albums for RCA that year, 20 were covers. Holy cow. Yep. Does, it, does it give a list of what those songs were? Or some of those like really popular ones? Covers by Elvis Presley, 500 Miles After Loving You, a hundred years from now. I don't know what any of these songs are. Hold on. Let me see where this takes me. Okay. Uh, how far does this, this goes all the way back? Okay, here we go. Uh, so here you go. All the way back to 1955. Baby, Let's Play House. A whistling tune. A thing called love. I don't know any of these songs, dude. I feel like he's got at least three songs that have the word tender in the name. Blue suede shoes. Why do you, burning love? Did I say that already? I don't think so. So you want to know who some uh, some of the artists he's covered? Well, I think doesn't. No, I don't want to say this, but I doesn't Chuck Berry hate? Didn't he hate Elvis? I feel like there's a story. Like, I feel like I remember a story there. Yeah, I feel like he thinks like he just lifted his style. Artist covered by Elvis Presley. Ray Charles, Chuck Berry, Tony Joe White. Is Tony Joe White in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I'm going to be he honest with you. I don't know who that is. a country artist that should be. I don't know who that is. Carl Perkins. Wait. Artist covered by Elvis Presley. Simon and Garfunkel. What? Do I not know how to internet? <laughs> Apparently I don't. <laughs> I can't find a single thing. All right. Elvis Presley history blog. Elvis Presley in the 1950s cover records controversy. In the pop music era of the 1950s, recording artists who didn't write their own songs usually relied heavily on covers. Early in his career, Elvis Presley was certain in that group. Almost all of the two dozen songs he recorded. Okay. I already said that. Uh, Laverne Baker's Tweedledee. Did Elvis steal the music with his cover records? Hound Dog. Okay, so most well-known covers. Hound Dog, cover. My Baby Left Me, cover. Too Much, cover. All Shook Up, cover. Does fucker write any songs? Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> We're fucking idiots, dude. <laughs> I just said, did this fucker write any of his songs? And I'm talking about Elvis fucking Presley. <laughs> arguably the most popular and most successful artist in the history of fucking recorded music. I'm an idiot. We got to end the show. Before we end the show, <laughs> we do have to acknowledge the fact that there is a 42-year-old light heavyweight champion in the UFC. And we should say congrats to Glover Teixeira. And I say we should give him. So we've kind of. You're obviously not happy. About no, this I am. Not a pun. I was going to say we, uh, we kind of seen this coming, didn't we? I'm pretty sure me and you talked about this, like that we could see this happening at least two to three fights ago. Yeah, we talked about it. We we definitely well, we definitely talked about a title shot. And I don't know I don't know if know. we 100% believed it or not. I am going to say this and within the MMA community and fans it's going to it's going to be controversial. And I know I say this a lot. Okay? I'm not calling it a work, I'm not calling it a fix. Something did not look right with Yamble Hopes. Something didn't look right. Okay? That's all. He got dominated. He got beat. He flat out got beat. Maybe it just wasn't his night. 
It happens. But something didn't look right. And I know people get pissed at me when I say that because I do say it a lot. But let me just explain why I say that. I have been watching sports my entire life. I've been watching fighting nearly my entire life. I know when someone doesn't look like they've looked in the past. Okay. When he was a fucking world beater and he knocked out Dominic Reyes. When okay. he fucking shut out fucking Israel Adesanya. Okay. We didn't see that same guy last night. Okay. That's all I'm okay. So being conspiracy minded, what? I'm not conspiracy minded. What? I'm just saying he didn't. Okay. Well, if you can, if you can concoct something in your mind here, if okay. there was a reason, if there was a reason why he didn't look right, besides I'll just the you. fact that he didn't, what could possibly be the reasoning for it? Because John Jones's next fight will be at light heavyweight for the title against the guy that he beat the shit out of. So you're saying that they they want to share You're saying they want to put the title back on John Jones? I don't know. I'm just saying it's a cool story that Glover gets to defend against the guy who beat him all those years ago as the champion. He gets to welcome him back to 205 amidst all the controversy and amidst John Jones being the biggest shithead in MMA. Yeah. Hmm. That's I, my theory. I get it. I just I feel like now, that's a I'm little... not saying that Jan threw the fight. I'm not saying that. I couldn't possibly be saying that the UFC wanted this to happen, but maybe they did. Maybe they did. Maybe. Anyway, do you? Okay, I, I, I'm I'm being I'm being silly. Congrats to I don't want to take anything away from Glover Teixeira because no, that I'm, was a I'm, good performance. Yeah, I'm he's a, fan. a fucking is he is he savage. is he the oldest to ever hold a title in any weight class? Nope. No. Nope. Second, Randy Couture. Oh, okay. Okay. When Randy Couture became heavyweight champ, he was slightly older than what Jan is now. Okay. So, um, but you know, congrats to him, dude. That's fucking, that's a great story, dude. 42 years old, fought for the title. Fucking, that was 2014 when he lost to John Jones. All these years later, if you're, if he's you're now the champ, if you're 42 you know, years old and you win the title, do you still. Like, do you walk away now, or do you re and release the title, or do you? Because I feel like well, Glover's Glover's one of those guys that he's going to die in the in the octagon. Well, if you believe all the bullshit that guys like you and I say that you're not a true champion unless you defend your belt, if he believes that, then no, I don't think he's going to walk away. Should he probably walk away? Yeah, I don't think he will. Right. I don't know. It's just, it's, um, it's one of those, it's one of those things. It's like, what do you want your legacy to be? Do you want your legacy to be you walked out as, as the champion on your own terms? Or do you possibly go into your next fight and get knocked out in the first five seconds and lose your title? And then that's your legacy. And, or you're, you're fighting your way back to a title that may not happen again. Well, that can happen in any fight, dude. You can't, I don't think you, you can't think about it that way. Anybody could get knocked out in five seconds. That's I know. I know. But it's the same like, you know, football. If you're, you know, 45 years old and you win a Super Bowl, do you leave on that Super Bowl win or do you try, you take a chance on the next season not even making the playoffs and that's your legacy? You know what I'm saying? It's just. Yeah, but. Well, look, his legacy is intact. I don't think he's, there's nothing's going to ruin his legacy. So yeah, true. whatever his next move is, I think it's fine with whatever he decides to do. Um, I'd like to see him try to defend it. For sure. But I don't know. 
But uh, good for him. I- I'm happy for him. Uh, sucks for Jan. I like Jan. Again, I don't think he something looked off, but and I'm not saying that to be conspiratorial. I'm just uh, I'm just saying I've watched the guy fight so many times that I know when he doesn't look like the same guy. Yeah. And I don't feel like I have to have trained ever or have to be a journalist or have a fucking MMA TV show to say that like fans can say that. And if you watch as much as I do, and if you're as passionate about it as I am, you know, when you're seeing something different than what you saw before, that's all. I say that about every sport I watch. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think it's, I think it's easy. It's for me, for me, it's easier in MMA to have just for it to be an off night. Really? I mean, yeah. Well, you're saying, oh, well, of course. Just because there's so yeah, many, there's so fighting. many, there's so many factors that come into play, you know, especially the mental, yeah. the mental aspect, you know, so just, some, just something that happened in your day, you know, could, could and the ruin. the other guy's trying to rip your head off. Right. It could yeah, yeah, ruin yeah. your mentality. Even if you've been, you may be training for the last four months to fight this one guy, you know, but also like the game plan that the other guy's got, it could be throwing you off completely and you're, you're trying to adjust to it, you know? Yeah. So you want to chalk it up to just, it wasn't, it wasn't Jan's day. I'm just saying that I, Did you I, watch the fight. No, I didn't. Okay. Watch the fight. Then maybe we'll talk about it again. Okay. You tell me. Okay. If it's the same guy, that's all I'm saying. Um, but it happens, dude. That's, that's why I love sports, man. You never know what you're going to see. Mm-hmm. But I can say that it's not something looks different. Like last night, I was watching the Ohio State game. The run game did not look the same for three and a half quarters until uh, Trevion Henderson finally broke off for a long run. I can see that. I have eyes. I pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need to be a fucking expert to fucking notice those things. Right. That's all I'm saying. That, but the, maybe that wasn't even a good example. But either way. So speaking of football, well, dude, before before we get out of here, I just want to ask you, did you see what happened to J.J. Watt? Heard. What are you talking about? He like dislocated his shoulder. He tore his rotator oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. cuff. He tore his bicep tendon. Like it's it, it's as good of a run as Arizona's had already. And if they continue and like God forbid make the Super Bowl and JJ Watt doesn't get to play, that would suck. Yeah, sucks. So bad. Yeah, I fucking hate that they lost to the Packers. I really I hate Aaron Rodgers and his stupid big head. I can't stand him. <laughs> I, again, I cannot wait till we have an Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady free NFL. I just can't fucking wait. Speaking of quarterbacks, my quarterback's going to play today. Yeah. Baker's going to fucking die. Who do you, who do you play? Who do you play today? He's the Glover Teixeira. (laughs) Steelers. Okay. That's a big one. They're at home against the Steelers. Big game. That's a big one. Um, Torn labrum and a, fucking fracture in his non-throwing shoulder and he's gonna play who do you who do you have next you got like a bunch of big games in a row right yeah we have yeah well yeah um they have the packers in a few weeks who 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 knows what we're gonna be like once we get to the packers yeah i was uh, I was sort of like, oh, yeah, at the beginning of the season, you know, the first quarter against the Chiefs, I'm like, fuck, we're going to be fucking undefeated when we play the Packers, and I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> Maybe I fucking jinxed them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just, I'm um, just, so they have, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, do you have the option of any games over the next couple of weeks to where, like, you can throw in Case Keenum? Or, uh, they do. They do. They do. They do. So, 
that not not the next two weeks because they have the Steelers then the Bengals. Um, they go to Cincinnati. So that Bengals game ain't no um, joke, dude. The beating that Cincinnati put on Baltimore. What the hell? Yeah, man. Joe Burrow's he's cold blooded, dude. That dude's good. Um, they have the Patriots after they play the Bengals, which I'm kind of like. Mac Jones is kind of playing better. I don't I don't call that a throwaway game by any means. But then they have the Lions. So the Lions, if anything, it's like, does Baker need some rest? Let's go ahead and right. Go ahead and let him rest. Yeah. Uh, but that's really the only game, dude. Everything else is divisional, uh, other than the Patriots. And then you have the Packers. Gotta you know, in. you know what's funny too? Did I don't know if I sent it to you or not or if you've seen. Did you see that Joe Flacco went to the Jets? I did, and I was like, didn't know he was still in the league. Didn't know. Dude, he's one of those guys that he was like the guy for Baltimore for a long time. And, and then when and then when contract, yeah, too. and then when they booted him, he's been in like 10 different teams since then. Hey. He's got one more Super Bowl ring than most people. You know, I liked him for quite a while in Baltimore and then there was one game where I just, you could physically see that he just gave up. And I, at that point was really? like, I, I don't like this guy anymore. And then of course they freaking brought him into Denver thinking he was going to be the guy for Denver. That went well. That's why you don't like him. That's why you don't like no, him. No, I didn't like him before, before he came to Denver. Fucking entitled Broncos fans. Wasn't that after? I think everybody's going to be Peyton Manning. Was that, did they bring Case Keenum in after Joe Flacco? I think so, right? I don't know. I don't know. I think that's what happened. Yeah. I don't know, but I got to drop a Halloween deuce right now. So let's get that out of here. That sounds great. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. See ya. Yeah.